what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. So many people I talk to have so many amazing ideas for their writing and for their book, but they never get the ideas down. So how do you capture your ideas? What are the best ways to do that? Well, I'm going to unpack this in today's episode, so don't want to miss a thing. Let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of The Written Compass. Today, we are going to get into some practical things that you can do to help you capture your ideas. How do I get these ideas that are swirling all around in my head? How do I actually get them down in words that I can read or somebody else can read at some point? So if you recall back in episode 92, I did some fun exploring of what work and living and writing gets to look like. Go back and listen to the art of writing and living um, in episode 92 if you missed that one. And hopefully in that episode, it really supported you in realizing that you're basically always writing. So if we're always writing, but we also need to actually get words down, I want to use today's episode to really help you get some practical steps on how to capture your continuously creative self. They're very, um, these are like the very tricks and tools and tips that our clients use to help them go from what feels like a slew of random ideas and bits and bobs of pieces of writing to actually creating a beautiful published book. So here are some things that I want to kind of dive into. So first concept that I really want to make sure is clear is that this is all about working with yourself. You could sit here and go and Google and research all the different ways to capture your writing, you know, different techniques and tools and software and whatnot. You can have a ghostwriter, but ultimately, if it's not in alignment with yourself, then you're going to hit some friction and potentially some stuck points and potentially not actually write your book. So suddenly, you're not going to suddenly, you know, develop this strict writing of, a habit of writing every day at 5 a.m. If you have never been a morning person and you've always struggled to write consistently before, all of a sudden there's not going to be a, a switch that you flip and you're just going to suddenly be this 5 a.m., you know, write for two hours kind of person. So what I want to encourage you around working with yourself is noticing and try, trying different things, different ways of getting your words down and I'm going to get into some practicals that you can try out. And there's certainly other episodes where I give ideas as well. So definitely go back and explore those. But the idea is that we're trying different things and seeing what ultimately works for you and being consistently flexible has been one of the biggest things that we see our clients. If you feel like the only way to get your book written, the only way to get your words down is to do this one thing that does work for you, you have found success in it, but you've got to do that thing every single time you are going to ultimately, there's going to be a moment where you resist that because you're human. <laughs> and so the idea of being consistently flexible is going to be a really big part of working with yourself. So one part of working with yourself is don't create expectations that don't match who and how you are in the world, right? And two is to be consistently flexible. So even when you do find techniques and strategies that work for you, you still want to allow for life to happen, for ebbs and flows to happen, 
to take a break, all of those kinds of things. And it doesn't mean you're not doing the good work of getting your words down or working on your book. Okay. The next concept that I think is important in learning how to capture your ideas in writing is to really push on and lean into your beliefs about what counts as writing. Okay. Again, we've explored this before, but writing doesn't always have to involve a pen and paper or a computer. So I really want you to feel into the moments when ideas are running through you. Like what is happening? Where are you? For instance, I get a lot of ideas when I am on a walk, when I'm moving my body, a lot of ideas come through. And then it's important when you start to realize when do my ideas come through and start to test the best ways to capture those ideas for yourself in and around before, after those moments are happening right? So for instance, for me, if I know, and I do know that when I am on a walk, when I am moving my body in that way, I get interesting ideas that show up. I have learned to use, I want to get on uh, Voxer, which is just a walkie talkie app and tool that will record my voice very easily. I want to capture that. And I'll often share it with my coaches or my fellow writing um, partners. And I'll say, Hey, what do you hear? Like I start a conversation around it. Right. And for other people, it is putting pen to paper, you know, shortly after whatever it is that helps them get those ideas. So sometimes I do come back from a walk and I want to write things down. And so I do that. Or maybe I have one client who she loves to use her notes app. So she, while she's doing the thing that inspires her, it could be after a coaching call, could be after she does a workshop, she gets into that notes app and jots some things down that are showing up quickly that we can go back to and explore and expand on later. Now, once you've kind of realized you got to work for your work with yourself, and once you've kind of leaned in on what counts as writing, now I want to share kind of some tried and true practical tools our clients use to get their thoughts down. So one is really leaning into what can be some, um, if you, especially if you're out loud, a talker, and you like to process things verbally, I cannot emphasize enough the power of finding a tool that really allows you to capture those ideas. So Voxer is a beautiful tool. There's plenty of others. There's voice memos on your phone, but finding some way to capture those verbal thoughts is going to be such a game changer for you. Now, if you are someone who likes to capture those thoughts and you want them in writing, then you want to explore some tools that allow you to do speak to text right? One of the ones that our clients uses uh, use a lot is otter.ai. And for our very heavy verbal processors who almost pretty much write their entire book verbally, we often will take their Voxer messages and then go and take it and get it transcribed. And that's just part of our um, program work that we do once we learn that that is what's going to work best for our writers. So if you are a verbal processor, work with yourself, don't force yourself to go to pen and paper or to the keyboard and stare at that blank cursor blinking at you, that blank screen and the cursor blinking at you. Use yourself, use what works for you, use that talking to get ideas out. It is at least going to open the, the gates and, and get some flow happening so that if you do want to, you know, more traditionally put pen to paper finger to keys, it's going to open space for you to do that. Trust me when I say this, we have so many people who are verbal processors in our community and that has been a game changer for them. 
if you are someone who struggles to, you know, part of yourself is maybe finding the time to get quiet. We have some of our, our writers, our authors who really need quiet. They really need a moment to pause, get connected, and then get their words down. So we work with them in creating a space that invites them to create this pause, to create this moment of quiet. So, and that may be different places in their home. It may be an office space. It may be somewhere else. It may be a coffee shop with headphones. It just depends on what's going to work for you. But they have a moment where they set a timer and then they give themselves, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. We call those writing sprints in our world. And they put pen to paper, finger to keys, and no matter what, they don't let up until that timer goes off. Again, working with yourself, not against yourself, and allowing yourself some flexibility. So you might have to play how long works for me to really feel like I've gotten some good ideas down. Where do I need to be? Do I need to be in the same space every single time? Do I need to be in a different space every single time? So noticing your environment, noticing what you like to do, how you like to be as you are putting words down is going to be really helpful. Noticing if you are a pen and paper person versus a finger to keys person. I do very different writing on paper in my day books than I do when I am actually inside my book document. And I know this about myself. So that's part of me working with myself is I'm very rarely going to write Um, what winds up being book content in my day book. However, I know that when I'm going to sit down to work on my book, it's often beneficial for me to go to my day book first and just word vomit, you know, what is showing up, you know, maybe I don't want to write that in that moment, I'm resisting, or maybe I'm super excited, or maybe I write down like a little list of what I want to explore today. And then I go to my book document and dive in on the computer. Again, this is part of working with yourself, and this is part of leaning into what counts as writing. So practical tools are around finding apps that work for you, especially if you're a verbal processor, allowing some of the beautiful things that we've had around for a while around AI or things that will transcribe or take your your speech and turn it into text for you. Writing sprints are going to be really powerful, so setting a timer And no matter what, letting words be put down during that entire time, even if it is, I don't like this. I don't know what to write. I don't know what I'm doing. That's totally fine. And then finally, other practical tools around capturing your ideas is to have a partner. So again, writing things, having someone read them, respond back to you, talking through things, having someone, you know, share, what do you hear me saying? having that community and that back and forth being in dialogue and community with someone around your writing is going to be huge. And we, of course, in our embodied writing experiences, we offer community with our other authors and then also with us as their coaches. So I'm excited to hear what shows up for you today around the best ways for you to capture your ideas. And again, these need to be catered to you, customized to you. There's no one right way to do this. And this is all about what's going to be the most supportive for you. I can't wait to hear your response to this episode and I'll see you next time. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Written Compass. If you are enjoying this content, do me a favor and go and review the podcast. This allows me to share and get these messages out to the people who really need them, who we want to read their books in the future. You can also go and share your thoughts and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. Again, this is just a way for us to get connected and share the writing love. And if you know that you are ready to write your book, that message that's been burning inside of you for a long time, then I want to talk to you. My team and I want to talk to you. Head on over to shanahartman.com and click work with us. From there, you'll see an application to explore and see if writing your book is your next best step. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.